The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 220 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Monday, February 12th, 2024, the day after Super Bowl 58, where the Kansas City Chiefs repeated as NFL champions with a 25-22 overtime win over the San Francisco 49ers in the game that, Omar, tell me if you agree with or disagree, started off as a snoozer but got really good toward the end. Uh, I like defensive performances. I like the turnovers. Um uh, you know, uh, I was watching it with um, a woman who didn't know much about football. And her question was, why is he skipping on the field? And I was like, you know, I love I love watching the sport with people where it doesn't make any sense. And then you oh, have boy. to, like, try to explain the things that make make sense to them. And I my only explanation to the guy skipping after he got a turnover was, Useful exuberance. Just he's happy. He's happy. It like you know, and you only realize the NFL doesn't make sense when you have to explain it to somebody. I'm I'm being honest. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. Um, we will talk all about Super Bowl Fifty Eight as well as some news over the weekend about. Was it news? Well, was it, it, it was news because there was a Was report. it really yes. news? Well, no, but yes. No, but yes. yes. No, no but yes. Hold on. If your definition of news is what makes people talk and what people are talking about. So it was fodder. It was not news. It was conjecture. It was a report. So anyway, it was, we're talking about Tua. It wasn't and, reporting anything. The Dolphins want to get Tua a deal done before the training camp. Didn't they say that? No, Dan, they have not said that. Anyway, we're backtracking here because we have to start with the history lesson, which, yes, we will keep going because, again, we are having more pro comments than no comments. So, And we, we like to please as many people as possible. So here we go. This is episode 20. So he's basically saying, for you people who don't like it, screw you. There you go. No, I'm saying more people like it. So tough. I, I will agree that I, I've heard way more we like it, then we don't like it. And in fact, once we start to get to you, 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 once we start to get to weird numbers or finish these years, then what? You got a game plan? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. I, yeah. I like doing the history lessons. People like it. Maybe we'll do individual players, not necessarily associated with the numbers or specific games. Who knows? Yeah. You can, but this is another an area where the fans can tell us what they would like to see. Uh, in terms of a history lesson, if 
you want us to continue after we reach 2023, which is coming up this week. So we're at episode 220, which brings us to the 2020 season, which was one of the most unique seasons in NFL history. And I'm not talking just because of Tua being a rookie in his rookie season. It was the COVID year. That, it was a weird. I was like, you keep saying unique, unique, unique. I'm like, what happened that season? And I totally forgot about COVID. Yeah, the COVID year with a lot of games with no fans. Uh, the we had the COVID, the reserve COVID list. Yeah, it was a weird year, and it actually overall was a pretty successful year for the Dolphins, who finished ten and six, got themselves in position to earn a playoff spot after a crazy Saturday night win at Las Vegas. On the next to last Saturday night of the season, this was the face mask pass from Ryan Fitzpatrick to Mac Hollins, where they had about where he got to replace Tua to come into the game and win the game. I forgot about that. Correct, because Tua at halftime was 17 of 22 for 71 yards or thereabouts. I mean, it was like Dink and Dunk, and Brian Flores at that time said, "I've had that enough." That was the season where Ryan Fitzpatrick had his team stolen from him. That is correct. You're, you're, yes. You're, you're, be, you're, you're adding context. I totally like Dolphins drafted two in the first round. He was supposed to sit all season for some reason. And I had Brian Flores on I Am Athlete and I asked him specifically, why did you make two of the starter in 2020? And I didn't get an answer. And it didn't, it, 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 was it management? Was it owner? Was it, you're just shaking your head. You don't have an answer. No, no. Well, I'm going to tell you what my, my very, very well-educated guess is that okay. a plan was hatched before the season started that when the Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be a quarterback at the start of the season, when the buy arrives, we're going to make the switch to Tua, by which time he will have enough game more time from the hip injury and more time learning under Fitzpatrick. And remember what happened that year is the timeline was changed because this was another quirky part of that season is the schedule kept getting rearranged uh, because of COVID issues. And the Dolphins buy went from being like week 11 to week seven. Uh, and the Dolphins made the switch on that Tuesday after uh, of their bye week after they had beaten San Francisco 43-17 and the Jets 24-0 to get to 3-3. Three and three. And Fitzpatrick had three TD passes in each of those games. So there was no zero logical reasons to, to make that move other than the fact that it was prearranged that they were going to do it at the bye. And they mocked Ryan Fitzpatrick for crying in his interview with us. Who, who mocked him? Fans. Oh, did they? Yeah. It, 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 it was heartbreaking for me. It was. It was. It was a heartbreaking very... for me, heartbreaking for the team. I mean, and, you know, people always uh, – I wrote – players did not want it. And I wrote stories from players' standpoint. They did not want it. That was Fitz's team. Always was Fitz's team. And Tua didn't seem like he wanted it because he knew it was Fitz's team. And it put him in a very uncomfortable position. Um. And then to have Fitz come in and save the day for the team in those games like the Las Vegas game. And there was another game that he came in and, and tried yeah, to but save. They lost. It was Denver. He De- came in. Denver, yeah. You know, so they knew they were playing with an inferior quarterback, but ultimately it was about speeding up to his development, knowing what you have, and and investing for the future. That was an investment into the future. 
Now, if you ask players, and I think they still stand by this to this day, if Fitzpatrick was their starter, they would have made the playoffs. The players on that team probably feel that way. But it wasn't about today. It was about tomorrow with this organization. And except, except but, but here's the point where that's kind of, for lack of a better word, stupid, that you had a team that wound up going 10 and 6. And um, if you look at the two games where Fitzpatrick – Replaced Tua against Denver. It, it wasn't Tua wasn't the problem. The offensive line was got absolutely owned by Vic Fangio. By the way, uh, was running that defense. He was the head coach of the Broncos that particular day. Day and the Dolphins had a chance to tie it at the end, and Fitzpatrick threw a pick in the end zone. And against Vegas again, it was dink and dunk the first half, and Brian Flores had enough. It came down to the regular season finale at Buffalo, where the Bills already had clinched the AFC's title. Uh, couldn't help their their seating situation, but for, decided to play all their starters anyway. Fitzpatrick winds up on the COVID list, and the Dolphins got whacked 56 to 26. Do you really game. believe he was on the COVID list? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What, 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 what do you suggest uh, – Probably, I'm going to assume that even had he not been on the on the COVID list, the Dolphins would be going back to Tua because, again, this is all about building for the future. Or I would think that's what they were going to do. If you're going to tell me you, Fitzpatrick, you. you're going to tell me Fitzpatrick found that out and decided, oh, I'm going to get sick and wanted testing positive and got put on the COVID list. Didn't test positive, just didn't take his test. Deuces, I'm out. Whoa, whoa don't do that. Um, Man, and are you, are you suggesting or reporting that? I'm, I am, okay. I'm reporting that we're not going to be digging up old bones. Although we just did. I'm, I'm just. We're telling stories. Okay. The players have a different story about how things transpired oh. after Fitz was not going to be given that final start against the Buffalo Bills to get his team into the playoffs, Fitz decided, I would rather be in Tampa with my family. Okay. <laughs> I like that. The big cure. That's good. Um, That's the story that I've, I've never verified the story. Even though I've had conversations with Fitz, I've never verified that story because I didn't care. At that point, it was over. We knew what it was about. They weren't going to hand him back the team. Hand, they weren't going to hand him back the team because of Tua and who Tua was and what handing him back the team would have implications and say. And, you know, and then the team lays down a 56-25 beatdown in the season finale. Yeah, and it, 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 what that game was not on Tua. He didn't, he didn't play well, but it was not on him. I remember the drops were an issue. The defense obviously couldn't do anything right. There was – I believe a punt return for a touchdown against them. Um, it's it's almost to the point where, to me, once they made the switch at quarterback, you could almost make the argument that they should have just released Fitzpatrick at that point. Ooh, mm, interesting that you because it wasn't that. about him anymore, and it was like, um, um, I he was still there to be a good leader, good mentor um still knew the offense and chan gailey um that chan did not want to come back to work with brian flores 
Um, the handling of Fitz was part of the reason why Chan did not want to come back and work with Brian Flores. Um, boy, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't help Brian. It didn't help Brian Flores. Not that it was an easy situation to navigate because it wasn't an easy situation to navigate, especially if it wasn't your decision to play tour. And it certainly wasn't your decision to draft tour. So. Correct. Um, and this was also the year, the, the big 2020 draft with Tua Robert, uh, sorry, Austin Jackson, Noah Benogany in the first round, Robert Hunt and Raekwon Davis in the second round, Brandon Jones in round three, Salomon Kinley in round four, and 11 picks in total. They had also a very large free agent group. Remember, this is a year after the tank or the reset, however you want to say it. So they signed a ton of free agents. It was a tank. Don't call it a reset. Okay. It was a tank. You got penalized for tanking. Signed I mean, a ton of free agents. Some worked out. Emmanuel Ogba. Some didn't. Kyle Van Noy. Brandon um, Jones. Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Although Brian Jones was very good for two years, I'm still going to maintain. Um, not not for the amount of money they gave him, but he was but he was very solid. So anyway, the season ended with a tendency. players in Dolphins history, but anyway, Kenny Young. Yep, that's fair. Was it six for 82 or something like that? Anyway, season ended at uh, 10 and six, no playoffs, but it was a, the first of now four consecutive seasons with a winning record, but, but still no playoff, but still no playoff win. Speaking of playoff wins. Hey, winning records is baby steps. Okay. For 20 years, we had struggled with the winning record things. So let's, let's, let's take our baby steps. Can we take our baby steps? Uh yeah, baby steps is back-to-back winning season. Now let's get let's get a playoff win because guess what? They're not winning the Super Bowl without three or four playoff wins, which is what uh, the KC Chiefs did. Not everybody plays Patrick Mahomes in the first round, so let's carry on. <laughs> Would they have beaten Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Not everybody has to go through Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar and and, and Lamar Jackson. Not everybody has to. Not unless you win your division, and that's the problem that we have. And only if only Tua has to. Not everybody has to. Only Tua has to. And Tua has to what? Go through Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure I get your point, but okay. Um, in fact, I know I don't get your point, but okay. The problem, as I look at that game yesterday, was like the thing that struck me is like, holy smokes, if KC, if nobody could get KC this year, I mean, how much of a problem are they going to be for the next five or six years? Uh, when, I, don't this year? I don't necessarily agree with you from that standpoint. I hear where you're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with you. Um, they, they're they're going to have some kind of challenges in the uh, like they got to retain Chris Jones and it's not going to be as easy as you think it is going to be. Now they don't have a ton of free agents, but Chris Jones can, if you don't put the franchise tag on him, and I think you're not going to be able to put the franchise tag on him. He could walk away. He, he could, he could walk away and sign for the highest bidder. He's not walking away. I would be mark my words. I would be shocked. You're going to tell me, first of all, that they wouldn't make, they would be so uncompetitive in their offer that the dude would walk away from a chance at a three-peat. And, and yes, I get, I understand. He's already got three rings. He's already got three rings. He's 30 years old. He has to financially, yes, he's made a lot of money, 
but um, you don't think he's looking at trying to set up his family's, his kids, his kids, his kids? Again, unless the Chiefs offer is massively uncompetitive, a player of that stature who is as important to the team is not walking away from the chance at a three-peat. That's my very humble opinion. Also understanding that most players are going to look at the bottom line first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Um, Legacy, too. So you're right. And like and accomplishing something that's never been done. Listen, 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 listen. that's never been done. Nobody's ever three-peated in the NFL. Really? Right? Uh, yeah, you do, you're the one that knows all these things. I don't no, know. and I'm, I'm wrecking my brain. No, nobody's ever three-peated in the NFL. I got to look that up. You filibuster for a minute. Okay, look it up. So, and, and the other issue is we're talking about um, – their wide receiver core has one way to go, and it's up. Their <laughs> offensive tackle play was brutal this year, Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith. And early on in that game, the 49ers were owning the line of scrimmage. Uh, and that's got that's what put KC in a hole at halftime in a deficit. I should say they weren't in a massive hole. Uh, and part of where the game was lost to me was in that first half where San Francisco was easily the better team, and yet they were only up 10-6 at the half. Green Bay Packers won three straight championships in 65 to 67. That's championships. They were in the first one was on a Super Bowl. They won Super Bowls one and two. Jets won Super Bowl three. Oh, I mean, that's a technicality, though. We're talking Super Bowl era here. Nobody's ever won the Super Bowl three straight times. Is what okay. I, I mean, I'm hearing you, but you're hitting me with a technicality. I damn straight I'm going to hit you with a technicality. That's what I do. That is what I do. Uh, so they had those obstacles. So I think that their offensive tackle play, and mind you, they got Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith to replace their two tackles from last year who were not bad players. Orlando Brown Jr. is a good player, and, and Andrew Wiley is serviceable, and they got bad tackle play. Um, and then you look, I mean, how bad did they look after they lost against Las Vegas on Christmas Day, and then playoffs come around, and it's almost like, it was almost like an NBA team that kind of like mah, 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 in the regular season and the playoffs come on and they turn come come and they turn it on. That's what it looked like. And they were really sharp in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is on the books to make a $34.9 million roster bonus. Um, and so they're clear, and he's 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 accounting for 23.6% of their cap. So clearly they're probably going to restructure his contract, mm-hmm. probably give him a new deal, new money. Um, But goodness gracious, that is crazy that he's, you know, but he's the best quarterback in the game. He's probably going to jump ahead of Joe Burrow and become the highest paid quarterback. To me, when you watch that game, and that's what the definition of elite quarterback is. And, that's a definition of goat. I mean, forget elite. That's a definition yeah. of goat. Okay, can you can you can you play with me for a second? Can sure, you, I'm sorry, I apologize. Can you hear me? Can you hear me out? Okay, in those clutch situations where Brock Purdy, who I have a high opinion of, and you know I have a high opinion of, mm-hmm. where he had the opportunity in the fourth quarter and in overtime to score touchdowns instead of kicking field goals, elite quarterbacks do what it takes to turn up the pressure, turn up the heat. And finish the opponent. And he didn't finish. Not all on him. But you saw you saw Patrick Mahomes' execution in those clutch moments. Yeah. You saw him scrambling and running 
You know, he'll he'll uh, he'll open up that un- athleticism can when he has to. When he has to, yep. When he has to, and it'll carve you up. And the passes, the clutch execution, the great play calling, selection. I mean, yeah, I give Andy Reid a ton of credit. I give Steve Spagnola a ton of credit. They are a collective team. But you know what? What what makes you a dynasty when you got that quarterback that has ice cold water running through his veins that can take a knife and slit your throat and let all the blood flow all over the place and just walk away with no blood on his body. Like he is a stone cold killer and name me, name me the quarterbacks like that. Name name them. Not to that level. Cause he's again, to me, he's, I'm not so sure I wouldn't yet put him – I'm not ready to put him ahead of Tom Brady. And I understand Brady's got seven rings and everybody's going to go to that. Yep. But I, I've seen Mahomes do a lot more heavy lifting in big moments than I have Brady. That's number yep. one. Number no, you've seen Brady do a lot of heavy lifting, though. Don't be disrespectful. No, I, and Mahomes' I'm, career. Mahomes' I'm, career is shorter than Brady. I bet you Brady's got more fourth-quarter wins, comeback wins, than, than Mahomes right now. The dude played 23 years. Of course he's going to have more fourth-quarter wins. I mean uh, – I, I, Okay. Yeah. Dude, Mahomes, Mahomes has played six years. He's been in the AFC title game every year. He's been to the four Super Bowls. He's won three, and he's been the MVP three times. Um, and and here's the thing too: is to me the barometer of him is when San Francisco takes the lead late in the fourth quarter. It's like, does anybody really think the Chiefs are not at the very least tying the game in in overtime? Uh, 49ers get a field goal. Does anybody really think the Chiefs are not coming back? I mean, uh, and that's. The barometer, but I'm not as big of a Purdy guy as you are, even though I thought he played well. I don't know. I saw some places where he said he played great. I don't know about that. He had had a lot of good pass protection on a lot of those throws. However, I am not dinging him in the least because the two third down failures where they had to sell for field goals late in regulation and in overtime, the 49ers missed a blitz and Purdy had somebody in his face like that. Like it was McDuffie in the fourth quarter where if the 49ers get a first down, they can bleed the clock and, and win the game. And then over time, he had Chris Jones. Of all people, they let him walk in, and he had to rush to throw. Um, mm-hmm. But your your overriding point is, yeah, that's what makes the Chiefs completely ridiculous because unless you dominate them in every other facet, Mahomes is going to be the difference maker. Omar? I'm Mahomes going to be the difference maker. I thought the 49ers owned the line of scrimmage, except for those rare moments and instances where Kansas City absolutely needed it. And that's maybe what the heart of a champion and Super Bowl champions, they got it. When they needed it, they got it. Um, and then when with Patrick Mahomes, when they needed it, they got it. And I I feel hurt for the 49ers because they've come up, they've had two championships basically stolen from them um, by the Chiefs. But Tough titty said the kitty. Again. Yeah. <laughs> on the roll again with that. No, um, both of those games against the 49ers, it came down to the fourth quarter where Mahomes was clearly better than Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. And that's and this is where the AFC East, who can be at that level? Um and I'm not this is going to offend a lot of Dolphin fans, but yes, Josh Allen is at that level. And if you want to go back to that playoff game they played in Buffalo this year, 
if it's not for Chris Jones pushing Deion Dawkins back into Josh Allen where he can't step into the throw, maybe he doesn't miss, uh, was it Shakir or Davis in the middle of the end zone when he was wide open instead of short hopping him because he couldn't step into the throw. And it was a game, this was a 27-24 game that ended with the Buffalo kicker missing the field goal. Um, when Joe Burrow comes back, if he stays healthy, and that's become a caveat with him, again, that guy is, that guy is Joe Cool Commander Clutch, whatever you want to call him. He can hang and not, not only do you do this all you want, not only has he's done it against Mahomes in the playoffs, or do you forget the 2021 one game? One offseason. I'm not about to crown Joe Burrow for one offseason where he took a team to the Super Bowl. Cool. That's cool. Two AFC. In the two seasons he finished, they went to the AFC Championship game each time. Okay. Put some respect on that man's name, as you like to say. I, I, I have respect for Joe Burrow. I'm not about to crown him and put him in the elite. He's right outside the elite. He's knocking on the door, but you got to stay healthy to be in that club. Oops, hold on. I got to do it like No, I got to do it like this. Don't listen to him, folks. He is absolutely elite, not even close. Sorry. We can agree to disagree. That's fine. All right, cool. To me, it's point blank, no question mark. Um, Stay if, healthy. We'll see. Well, yeah, that's the, that's why, but that's the caveat. Yeah, um, yeah. And Tua's played more games than him. What's the knock on Tua? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay. You know what the knock on tour is. Come on, we're gonna go in that. We're gonna have that discussion. That, it, that it, it just continues to shift that he can't stay healthy, and then no, 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 and no, no, then no. it's oh he can't be can't be clutch. Okay, it just continues to shift. Next year he'll be clutch, yeah. and then it'll become no, something. No, else. no, no. What? Hold on. What has happened is there are boxes that get checked. It's not an the one about being good, performing against good teams, and or in the clutch has always been there, but it was always accompanied with. Can he stay healthy? Those who just said purely can he stay healthy were those who were like who were like this with Tua. That would be you, among others. Okay. There are those of us who are perhaps more objective, more critical, more Hater. analytical. There you go. More haters, if you would like. I've always had the issue of can he rise to the occasion? And it started again. We mentioned that 2020 finale against Buffalo. And I understand circumstances were different, but this was a clutch game where you need your quarterback to step up, and he didn't step up. The whole team didn't step up, but that included him. And then the next season, it was at Tennessee after the Dolphins navigated through a rather favorable schedule to go from 1-7 and seven to 8-7, and seven, and then plop, 34-3. And um... – Anyway, I'm not going to make excuses. Just you were you were about to you were about to mention the rain and the cold. Is that where you going? I continue to add on to your little dog pile of he's not clutch. He doesn't have it. Go ahead, just continue. Go ahead, go 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 right for it. The did three you, final games. Did you not? Did you not say that earlier as yeah, well? Are, yeah. are you are you back? Are you back to this with Tua? No, no. I am. I am. I am a believer. I'm objective, but I'm also fair. Like, 
I'm what sorry. Have I said that's not fair. What have I said that's not fair? It's all facts, but okay. it's all it's all it's all facts with a hater agenda, and it's it's aligns into hater alley. What and, 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 and <laughs> hater road? What's my agenda? Do you you don't that, want him to get his money, and that's fine. I don't want, want to be married to him. I don't want the dog. You want to be a free agent. You want to be on these streets. You want to be on these QB streets, roaming these streets, looking for a QB hookup so that you can get you a little QB fix. Okay, how did that last for 20 years? I my agenda is I don't want the Dolphins again. Then uh, dude, if they if they want to pay him 75 million for one year, that's fine with me. I do not do not think wait, it's wait, a wait, good wait, 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 wait. Where, where does 75 million for one year come from? Because I'm, I want to point out that I don't care about him. It's not about him getting his money. It's about oh, okay. the Dolphins, the team I cover, the team I want to see succeed and ultimately win, reach, and win a Super Bowl. Um, and and my concerns about whether he's the guy who can get them there, because I have concerns about his ceiling, which has been evidenced by his first four seasons in the NFL. Well, only number one pass rating in 2020. Oh. No, number one passer in yards efficiency set all kinds of records in 2023 just stayed healthy for the very first time in his nfl career and then all of a sudden didn't show up in clutch moments clutch games pooped the bed in the final for, for four years for four again, against elite quarterbacks but you know what he's not playing he's I'm, not playing or tyreek hill and say no more excuses we're done with excuses Again, we're going to be having this conversation in 2028. It's been eight years now. We can stop with the excuses. Um, this is not a, a – you can throw out all of the very, to me, empty calories. I, I get the, the, like, purely passer rating, purely passer rating. That you empty calories. So every accomplishment he's made are no, empty calorie accomplishments. I did not, I I did not say that. I, I see. No, that's what you said. That's what you said. You put the – you said empty calories, and it was attack. It was an attack. So everything he's done for the last four years, empty calories, huh? Nope. Not even, not even like a, not even. Like I, said, I said you stop defaulting. You stop defaulting to every time passer rating number one in the NFL, number one in the NFL passing yards in 2023. How many? First of all, how many playoff wins did that get them? How did he do against playoff teams? How did not, he do at the end of the season? The one. He's not the only one. I'm, I understand that. But since I think we can agree that the quarterback's the most important position, and he's the one who's going to get the biggest contract, he's the one who's going to have to going to have to focus on him, whether you like it or not. The and Broncos, I'm the one who and I'm Broncos the one who can get San Francisco 49ers there to a tongue. NFC. NFC. Fair. And also Frisco has a better all-around team than the Dolphins do. Fair. Uh and give give two other kind of the kind of weaponry and all around town that Pur Purdy has around them and shift the Dolphins to the NFC. It's a different conversation. Unfortunately, the Dolphins play in the AFC. They don't have the talent base that San Francisco has. And that's, and if you look, for example, at the new Super Bowl odds that have come out already for Super Bowl 59, which I wrote about on alldolphins.com, um, Dolphins are fifth among AFC teams. In most places, not all of them. Most places. Guess what? Go ahead. Kansas City. Uh huh. Buffalo Bills. Uh huh. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Why is that? Why is that? You think? Okay, let's move on. 
Um, I don't know who the other number one seed, number one seed Baltimore, in Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Um, I, I like that spot. I like fifth. Fifth is good. Fifth is solid. Fifth, fifth means you don't get to the divisional round. Means you don't win your first round playoff game. Depending on how how well you play in December and in those playoff games. So, no, depending. correct, correct. But and again, Sunday. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, all elite quarterbacks, or Joe correct. Burrow, so what, Joe so what's wrong? What's wrong with not wanting to commit to a quarterback who hasn't who has yet to show he's elite? That's all I'm saying. Okay, so every everybody in the NFL shouldn't commit to their quarterback because they haven't shown their elite. Okay, gotcha. Except yes. for those. Five, 14. Yes. Justin Herbert hasn't shown he's elite, but we still. Funny, you, funny you should mention that. Funny, funny I should mention that. that. Go ahead. Yes, because I did some research over the weekend. Because I'm I knew, sure you did. I knew this would come up. I'm sure you did. And I, I, I focused on the area of performance against playoff opponents. Oh, of course. Which is kind of a decent gauge. Yeah, even though there are little tons of variables like injuries and over on the road, but you know, I'll let I'll let it ride. I'll let okay, it ride. Omar, there are no variables for passer rating, really. That I, I that said I'll let it ride. Did I not say I'll let it ride? Right, I'll let it ride. Okay, so I did like six. This is six quarterbacks in the in the AFC. The four elites that I mentioned: Herbert and Tua. Touchdown versus interceptions against playoff opponents since 2020, because that's when Tua came into the league, and I wanted to do apples to apples. Patrick Mahomes, 61 touchdowns, 14 picks. Mm -hmm. Quick math, that's uh, more than four to one. Josh Allen, 59 touchdowns, 16 picks. That's about more than three and a half to one. Joe Burrow, 42 touchdowns, 12 picks. That's more than three and a half to one. Lamar Jackson, 39 touchdowns, 16 picks. Only passing, no scrambling? I, I didn't... I didn't and we, we, I know, you, I know, you don't want to include rushing into the conversation. Okay, uh, so Lamar Jackson is about two and a half to one. Justin Herbert, fifty-eight touchdowns, twenty-two picks. Mm, That's a lot of also picks. about two. And, sorry, it's a lot of picks. It's also fifty-eight touchdown passes. It's more than two to one. Two to one touchdowns to interceptions. Tua, twenty-five touchdowns, eighteen picks. That's about one point six, I think it is. So like even money to me. Sorry? Close to even money. 25-18 is not a great ratio. Uh, and again, and this is where you're going to come back. And I, I'm going to preface it. It came in the loss. If you watched that game, the 2020-21, yes, I keep bringing it up because that's your definition of a clutch elite quarterback, the 2021 season finale between the Raiders and the Chargers. And the Chargers lost at the end of overtime to get knocked out of the playoffs because they couldn't stop Oakland from, sorry, Vegas from running when everybody knew all they were looking to do was run out the clock. Uh, and then Herbert basically converted six fourth down uh, situations to keep the Chargers alive despite having pressure the entire night. That's an elite clutch performance, mm -hmm. which is missing from Tua's resume because week one, week two does not count. Uh, speaking of which, we should mention the report. That was thrown out there by, by the good folks at NFL Network that the Dolphins and Tua's camp are hoping to get an extension done sooner rather than later so it doesn't linger. And the phrase, I'm, I don't remember the phrasing, perhaps with the idea that it would be at top for top of the market money that's clearly coming from 
to his side that notion because he's not getting top of the market money. At least I don't believe so. Let, let's let's not speculate where it comes from. What we it ain't coming from the team. Team wouldn't well, talk about top of the market money. Team wouldn't talk about anything contract related. But um, we do know that the NFL Network is a marketing arm piece sometimes for teams and it also serves as a marketing arm piece for sometimes agents and quarterbacks are what moves the needle a lot of these guys will do and say what they need to do and say in order to stay in good communication and good graces with those agents so that they can continue to get the uh, in accurate information mm -hmm. um or or continue to break the stories so uh, for, here's the thing. And I'm working on a piece right now, just like I did the Christian Wilkins piece, um, that broke down all aspects of the Christian Wilkins situation, which will come to a head in less than a month. We're getting Mar there. March 5th. You'll know, you'll know. So, Either Christian will get his money. That's a deadline for teams to use the franchise or transition tag. Christian will get his money. From the Dolphins, in that pay me my money kind of situation, we think he'll, he'll get his tag, which commits to nineteen point eight million dollars, or and he won't sign that tag, and he'll play hardball and hold out, or he will be allowed to hit the and oh, and I'm sorry, let me give you a fourth, or he'll get that tag and try to force his way out of the organization via trade and give his team will get permission to work out a trade, or he'll be able to hit that free agent market. March 5th. That's the Christian Wilkins D-Day. Um, so we're going to put a pin in that, and I'm doing a breakdown and analysis right now for quarterback. And And I'd like to apologize to you, Alan Pupard, and I'd like to apologize to the All Dolphins podcast listeners because I am a person who does not just regurgitate information that I hear and disseminate it. I generally like to do my work and thorough work so that I can fully understand things when I speak on it. Throughout all of last season, I said, he's going to get a 50 million a year contract. That's just what these quarterbacks are making. That's the, but truthfully speaking, and this is why you do the research and you do the reporting and you do the analysis and you do, you look at the details of the contract. And I do that. I enjoy doing that. It takes some time to go through all of these. And I've done these contracts and I've looked at them. There isn't a single quarterback in the NFL, except for Aaron Rodgers, when he was making $50 million a year, who was making $50 million a year. And give you the Joe Burrow contract, for example, because that is allegedly what Tua Tungavaloa is shooting for to get to the neighborhood that's where you know that how this process works is you send me an offer i send you an offer you send me another offer i send you another offer we kind of figure out how we meet in between now of course to his agents probably going to say my first offer is to get ahead of joe burrow and the dolphins are going to laugh at that offer and say are you crazy like you need to get some meds for your issues because He's not the highest paid player in the NFL. And in fact, I probably struggled to make him the 10th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And that's 
this is the dance that we're going to play and people are going to get in their feelings and Tua's going to stay out of it because Tua stays out of it. Well, that's, well, that's also why you have an agent. That's why you have an agent. And Mike McDaniel's going to stay out of it because Mike McDaniel has to be the good guy. So Chris Greer's going to be the bad guy. Now – Or Brandon talk- Shore. Huh? Or Brandon Shore. Um, now this is the dance that we'll be playing. Either we'll do this before the start of the new league year, which is March 13th and tool will help them get under this $75 million that they need to purge and clear right now. He's on the books for 23.2. And if you sign him to a multi-year deal, it'll probably drop into the 10 to eight to $10 million range. So you get an additional, let's say $13 million in cap space. But trust me, you got a long way to go before you can get your cap space. So this is not necessary. But to say that Tua is going to get a Joe Burrow deal and that means he's going to be a $50 million quarterback, that's not accurate. And I'll, I'll break down some of these numbers for you. And I'm going to produce this piece or a first version of this piece for alldolphins.com. And I've just put my notepad there. So I'm going to put it up, alldolphins.com. It's it's taken me an entire week to research. These quarterback contracts are very complex because there's years, there's triggers, then there's triggers that are that are because you need the cap space and how much percentage of the cap is the contract eating up. So it's real complicated. Okay. Con- quarterback contracts are the most complicated in all of all of sports, I would argue. Joe Burrow, for instance, seven years, $275 million, $146.5 million guaranteed, $40 million signing bonus. What's that? Five years? No, he's got a seven-year deal. Um, yes. See, and that's another and, thing. And that wouldn't be – the average wouldn't be 50 then. Exactly. When, when, you, when you hear people report this is a five-year extension for $275 million, they're ignoring the fact that – like, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. When Tua signs his new deal, let's say it's a five-year, $200 million contract. They're going to, they're going to factor in the fifth-year option. So the fifth-year option is going to be in the contract. And then five years additionally are going to be added to it. They're just going to remove the fifth-year option, give the signing bonus, restructure the numbers to lower the cap. But now that fifth-year extension is really a six-year deal. When Joe Burrow signed his contract, it was reported as a five-year deal. It is really a seven-year, two hundred and seventy-five million dollar deal. Look it up. Well, it's and five years. It's five years tacked onto the two years that he exactly. Had. But when we're talking, I only evaluate the contract based on what, when I sign my name to the paper and get my check. What is my money looking like for the remainder of my tenure with the organization? And that is the contract. That is not. New money. Don't don't anytime you hear new money, no. Joe Burrow is signed to a seven-year $275 million deal. And he is making over the first four years of that deal, he is making $42.1 million over the first four years of that deal. And generally, he'll get every single dollar of this. If Joe Burrow suffers a catastrophic knee injury next season and never plays another down of football he will be making 42.1 million dollars over the first four years of that deal that is the nature of the deal well so he's not making 50 million dollars a year he's making 42.1 and then we get to your your i shouldn't say your guy justin herbert 
Justin Herbert is playing on a seven-year, $300 million contract. He has 133.7 fully guaranteed, 193.7 guaranteed for injury. I can tell you the 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 how how all of the money, because I, I account for all of the money. Signing bonus, option bonus, roster bonus, workout bonuses, base salaries, fully guaranteed, injury guarantees. Joe uh, Justin Herbert over he has his contract is in three different phases. The first three years, which is fully guaranteed, he's making $44.5 million. Okay. Keep keep that in mind. That's not 50. That's 44.5 in the first three years. And that's all guaranteed money. In the first five years of his deal. And this is where the deal becomes very favorable to the team in year four and five. He's making $38.7 million average over those five years. Now, once he gets to the past the three, the team will more than likely be forced to restructure. So he won't be making those team-friendly deals in year four and five. So, and then in the seven years of his contract, seven years, $300 million. Now read your entire story on on the But I want to get to the point. In his full seven years of his deal, Joe Burrow, if he plays, if he doesn't sign another deal, doesn't restructure another contract, Joe Burrow is making $42 million a year, not 50. So when people sit here, and, and here's the thing. When people sit here and they say, oh, these quarterbacks are going to make this, 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 just like just like they see Christian Wilkins is going to make $25 million a year. No, he's not. Christian Wilkins is going to make 19, 18, 19 million a year. And it's about real money, real paycheck. And Tua, the whole point of this, and I'm going to explain it in this column that I'm going to write, is that quarterbacks are not making $50 million a year. I just told you the highest paid player in the NFL – Joe Burrow, he's making 47.8 in the first three years of his deal, 42.1 in the first four years of his deal. Then you get Joe Burrow, who started this domino as quarterbacks getting paid when he was the highest paid player for five minutes. He's making 38.7 million over five years. He's making $42 million over seven years. So this notion that Tua is going to destroy the cap and you know kill the team and you know eat up. 20 he's not gonna he's not even Patrick Mahomes who's the highest cap number guy he eats up I believe it's 18 million dollars of the cap in most what I read not what I read today I'm gonna double check it no no I I can tell you right now he's eating up that's where he's at 23 last year he was at 17 million dollars and he's at 23.6 and they're going to restructure his contract because he's at 23.6 and they're going to get him back down to the 16 17 million dollar round. Cap but, number in 2023 was 37 million. Thir- yes, it was 37 million but he was at 16.9% oh, of his correct, team of the, cap. of the team's cap, correct. And so now he's at 23 and next year he's at 23, so they're going to restructure him, give him a big fat signing bonus and restructure his numbers cuz he's got like a ridiculous amount of fake years on his deal and all they're going to do is just trigger those fake years. So it's Cap mechanism massaging, but the bottom line is everybody who's saying two is going to make $50 million a year. No, I'm not even sure two makes $40 million a year. Um, I'm thinking more along the lines of he's in the 35 to 40 million a year realm. And I know Poupart is like, what? That's crazy. Why would I pay him that? And I'm not. Stop putting words in my mouth. I'm not. I, I've never, I, I have said he shouldn't be. 
he shouldn't be among the top five or six because he's not a top five or six quarterback. And more importantly, the Dolphins should not lock him to themselves into a long-term contract. That's all. But I you said. know how teams treat quarterbacks. Who the the only quarterback I that care. I know. I don't care. Of, you know, I know you don't just, care because you don't care about people's feelings. You 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 just you just do what you do, and you don't care about people's feelings. And sometimes you <laughs> hurt you 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 hurt their feelings when you don't give them the money. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> uh, or tough titty says the kitty. Um, listen, but he shed tears for Christian Wilkins last year. I did not shed a tear for Christian okay. Wilkins. And, now, and, now the and team will be shedding tears. And he's yeah. a better player than Tua. Yes, and and I agree with you. Fundamentally, Tua is going to make sixty million dollars over the next two years if playing on a fifth year option and playing on a franchise tag. If he ball, if he if he balls out, and if he doesn't ball out in 2020, 2024, the Dolphins are not tied into putting the franchise tag what, on. What, what do you think they're going to do in twenty twenty four if he doesn't ball out? You you act like there's there's never any options to find quarter and that, and that's always that's the, the one I love. I love like, these options right now. Love them absolutely. Love them. You got Johnny Man. You got um, uh, Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. I know. You, if you want to do it, then do it. Write it. Put it in. Put it on alldolphins.com. Do it. I dare you. Double dog dare you. Write it. Let me write think, it. Think about it. Yeah, you can think about it all you want, but you won't do it. See, maybe. Oh, go ahead. Write, write that column. Go ahead. I double dog dare you. You won't. And that's a thir- that he's a thirty-five million dollar quarterback. I, I'm, and that's I'm, why they're not gonna. That's why they're not gonna do it. That's why there's. But my point there is this notion that, first of all, it's not. And and because the, what people throw at me is like, well, if you don't want Tua, then who else are you going to get? The issue is not one. The issue is not not wanting Tua. The issue is not tying yourself up. If if we we should be close to a point where okay, this is a ceiling with the guy. That's as far as we're going to go. And and if we reach a point where there's it's the logical conclusion is there's a definite ceiling. That's that's it. Then you restart at the position, and then guys will guys will come available every. It happens every offseason. Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, it happens every Baker Mayfield, Baker Kirk Mayfield. Cousins. Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. I give you a, a three-year, hundred twenty million dollar contract. You choose. You choose Baker Mayfield. You choose Kirk Cousins. You choose Tua Tagovailoa. Three years, hundred and twenty. Because you know I only deal with real money. Yeah, and you also you also stick me with the three years because cousins. I, 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 I don't work. I don't work in. I don't work in hypothetical fake whatever. Because Kirk Cousins is going to get three years, one hundred and twenty. In my opinion, my projection, or maybe let me let me let me let me concern. Let me let me make this more realistic for you because I don't yeah. think I don't think it's going to be a bidding war. So let me let me do let me do three years, one hundred and five million dollars. Guaranteed money. Who are you signing? You signing? That's, big- basically, that's basically no out until three years. Is that, is that no, and no out. You're locked in. Yeah. You're married. Committed relationship. You 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 want the you want these problems. You want to you want to go back out and run the streets like a single man. Go on ahead. And you're you're missing my overriding point is that I don't, I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit. You got commitment issues. I get it, but you are gonna have to lock it down with no, somebody. You no, you don't. That's precisely. You my are, point. You want to be a free. You want to run these streets. 
You can't run, run these streets have run you nowhere in the last 20 years. You got you got a you got a good woman sitting right there. It's number one passer rating, number one statistics rating, amazing win-loss record, satisfies you more than he doesn't, but no, that's not no, and and again, none of it. You're talking about in a vacuum. He's, and this is again. You answer the question. Uh, three I, years, 105. I, I, don't like any, I, I don't like any of the options. How's that? Okay, then we. You just keep running the streets, right? You just keep. Yes. One more. One more time. For, apparently, it's my point's not getting through. It's fifth year option. If he balls out, or it still gives you hope that there's more, then you franchise tag him. If he okay. balls out to the point where it's a slam dunk. That's the guy, absolutely no question. Need, he needs to be in the lineup for the next six, six years. Then you sign him to a long-term contract. You just want to run these streets. No, com- no long-term commitment right right now. While they're still no, major, I just want to run these streets. <laughs> need be. Put on All my right. jogging shoes. On that well, note, yeah, we 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 we'll, we'll we'll check in with the free agent. We got a big week planned for you on alldolphins.com. Um, as I told you, my 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 piece on Tua and the contract, it's coming. I'm going to I'm going to poop this thing out and just give it to you because Poopart absolutely needs it. So so he can chew on all these fake numbers and fake contracts and then get his commitment issues flared up. Uh, and, and, um, we actually have a phenomenal interview with Keith Sims, um, that will be on running on Tuesday. And then we're going to give the people what they want. Popular demand. By popular demand, we will give the people what they want. Some of the people, some of the people. Yes. Yes. There are a lot of people who do not want it. Oh, and, but, and by the way, since obviously we're going to, we're going to mention it, uh, it's going to be a, a conversation on the, the latest episode of When Dolphins Podcasts Unite. In this case, it might be Collide with TD Finstock and Barry Cunningham. Um, I know for some reason there's when, some. When, when Hater Podcasts Unite. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Well, this is where, again, I like to fancy myself as somebody who is fair. And if, they're, if, they're, if there's too much hating, I'm going to be the fair guy and. You know, if it needs to be brought down, it's gonna be it's gonna be brought down. Oh yeah, you're gonna be the policeman of hate, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to tour. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a hater. All right, you're not. You're a lover. You're a lover, not a hater. Okay. A lover, not a hater. All right. On that note, we got all the material that you need for free. No subscription. No paywall. No monthly charge. Um, you click it. You read it. It's yours. Um, for me and Alan Poupard, and you know how to find the podcast. Um, we, we got some good podcasts out there. So if you haven't been paying attention or you on a Super Bowl hiatus, um, check out some of the old materials because I think you'll find it beneficial. Um, major changes on the coaching staff, which includes the departure of Ronaldo Hill, Sam Madison. We addressed a lot of that um, on the old older podcasts. Uh, and you know how to find us on these podcast streets, YouTube, alldolphins.com, Audio platform, alldolphins.com. And I'm sorry, audio platform, all dolphins, no, no com, just dot com for the stories. And we will check you later. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 